Ciao, Bella. I am Ronnie and Ryan, love and cosmic coach, and this is the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit. Tune into the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and click the bell to subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. I offer listeners cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, psychic, intuitive, or card readings, or learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading. Learn more at nevertoolate.biz. May good fortune and magic come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. In this episode of the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast, I'm going to be speaking with Amy Gray Cunningham. She is an intuitive healer and Akashic Records practitioner. Her mission is to help people fulfill their soul's purpose. She believes we are creators of our own experiences, therefore we manifest the life we desire. On July 6, 2011, she donated a kidney to a stranger after hearing a voice tell her she would be the one to donate to him. They were a 1 in 20 million match and should have been siblings. Since that time, her spiritual life has grown. She wrote a book about her spiritual journey through the kidney donation process called Daring to Believe. She's also started a podcast, Butterfly Kisses, A Journey Through Spiritual Transformation. Amy believes that life is a continuous journey of transformation and healing. We create and manifest our life based on the choices we make. It's all about experiencing our divinity through our humanity. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. That's the beauty of being in this wonder-filled world. Welcome, Amy. Well, thank you so much, Ronnie, for having me on your show today. I am so excited to be here. Thank you. Well, I'm really excited to talk to you, and we have so many things to talk about, which is even more fun. Let's start with the afterlife. I know in your podcast, which we'll also talk about, you talk about the afterlife and all kinds of things. So- Let's talk about past lives. What's your interest and what's the magic for you about past lives? Oh, I think we've been here many, many times. We keep coming back for so much more fun. (laughs) 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 Yes. Earth is a playground. We have so much fun here and it's all about the way we choose to look at it. And we are the divine creators of our own experience. So we get to choose how we want to live this life. My perspective on all of that has changed within the past year, actually. I remember being a, a little girl and and really feeling like a square peg trying to fit into a round hole. I never felt like I quite fit in anywhere and just like the oddball out. And I never quite got it and I wasn't quite sure what it was, but everybody else seemed to know what it was. And I was afraid to ask what it is, but I definitely didn't get it. So, okay. (laughs) Still trying to figure out what it is, but I have a feeling it is a lot of fun and I'm beginning to enjoy it. So yes. And it's all about having fun and being joyful and choosing 
no matter where we're at in this world to be joyful, Mm. even in the midst of pain. You know, I understand what you're saying. And I know that I know that it's true, Mm -hmm. but yikes, that is no easy task. (laughs) You know, I have a friend who always said, let's see if I could get the initials A, F, G, O, another effing growth opportunity. (laughs) And so um, that's another way of looking at it. But it's not so easy to choose joy. So how are you doing with that? And tell us if you have any secrets because I could use them. Well, the earth life is not for the faint of heart. That is for sure. It is definitely not for the faint of heart. And it's not an easy task. We're, We're here to experience emotion. I mean, that is what makes the earth life so extreme is it's an extreme sport. I mean, it literally, <laughs> that's so the way like, I kind of look. Yeah. Is it like mountain biking? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's an extreme sport. It's all about the emotion and it's how we, how we process that emotion and we're energy. Everything around us is energy and science is proving that, that everything is energy and, and, and it's, it's the like energy that allows us to move and emotion is energy. And when we don't allow that emotion to move through the body and through us, if we stuff it, it causes disease. And that's when we become, that's when it becomes pain. That's when it becomes painful and we get to choose whether it becomes painful or joyful. And it's totally up to us how we, how we experience that. Now, you know, there's so many things that people say, well, you know, children are born into rough childhoods. A lot of people have, a lot of children have rough childhoods and they don't deserve it. Granted, they don't. However, we choose our families. We choose the life that we we are born into as souls, as souls. And there, they chose that life for a particular reason. So, and everybody is perfectly perfect. There is nobody out here. There's no soul on this planet that is not perfectly perfect. You are perfectly perfect just the way you are. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing. You are just, you're perfectly perfect. You are a perfectly perfect soul as Ronnie. I'm a perfectly perfect soul as me. And sometimes the the voice in our head is what gets us. The ego is there to protect us and the ego will scream the loudest to protect us from getting hurt. And how does that do it? How, how does the ego do that? By the programs that we are used to hearing, the programs from childhood, from past lives, from experiences, you know, and I got thinking about it this morning, a girlfriend and I were talking about it last night and it's a hot topic the abortion, I mean, is a hot topic out there right now. Everybody has a side, no matter what, what side you're on, everybody has a side. And unfortunately somebody's going to lose in the fight. Yeah. No matter what side you're on, somebody's going to lose in the fight. And I got thinking about that this morning and you know, you know what I think it's going to boil down to is love. Really? It's all going to boil down to love. 
And how do you see that transpiring? Because everybody has an opinion and everybody believes they're absolutely right. Yes. In that opinion and that opinion and that rightness, quote unquote, comes from the experience that they've had either growing up, their life, their belief, their religion, their background makes them right. Whatever that is. Yeah. Whatever that belief is, whatever that experience is for them. I have my belief. I feel very right and justified in that belief firmly. I believe in it. I will back it up with evidence. I will back it up with whatever. But where's the love? But the love is, is when I look at you and you have a difference, do I see love in you? Can I allow you to have your belief, to have your opinion, your, because who's right? Who's wrong? Who knows? And at the end of the day, and it's very hard. It's yeah, very, very yeah. hard. Yeah, and it, it's very, very hard. But at the end of the day, you know what? When we cross this, when we leave this life and we walk into the next life, we leave this room and we go into the next room, it's not going to matter. Well, that is the truth for sure. The bottom line is after this life, it doesn't, and in between lives, it doesn't matter. It only matters when you're here in a physical body. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's not going to matter at the end of the day. So if I can love you now, if our, if our opinions are so different, but I can still love you as a soul, because you know what, when I look at you, I'm looking at me. Right. Right. And you know, it's so, it's so interesting because I had an experience the other day. I walked into, I'm going to go get my nails done. Nice. Thank you. And I haven't had my nails done in a long time. And I decided I was going to go treat myself. It was my birthday and I was going to treat myself to something nice. I wanted to pamper myself. Happy birthday. Thank you. So I went into the the nail salon and immediately when I walked in there, I felt the energy of chaos. Uh People in there and I could tell there was a lot of chaos. I should have turned around and walked out. Yeah. They told me to go ahead and pick my color and I wanted to get gel nails and just regular pedicure and they, their colors were all messed up. They didn't know where their regular colors were versus their gel colors. And they told me I had to find my own colors, my own gel colors and my regular. And I was like, seriously, you don't know where your regular colors are with your gel colors. I'm like, you know, that just doesn't normally happen. Come to find out they were short staffed. They had people called out for COVID. They didn't have people working. They had three people working. They had tons of people in there. They had people who had already called to make reservations, blah, 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 blah. They sat me down and it was like, they were running, they were running me through. Yeah. You know, and here I am, I paid $80 for a manicure pedicure, you know, and today I was still doing my own feet. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I was just like, Um, and then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I have two choices. I can be upset and angry that I didn't get my money's worth or I can send them love. And I have a choice of how I want to look at this because you know what, what I look at 
how I perceive something. Everything in my outer world is a direct reflection of my inner world. Well, Amy, that is so true. Your outer world does reflect your inner world. No question about it. So tell me about the Akashic Records, how you work with them and do the soul realignment, because that sounds really interesting. Well, as an Akashic Record reader, uh, practitioner, I work with I work with people to help them. Let me back up here. <laughs> For those who don't know about the Akashic Records, the Akashic Records are it's an energetic library of everything that you have ever thought, done, and said throughout all of your lifetimes, and you could have lived 25, 30, 40, 50 lifetimes. Who knows? And, and you've incurred karmic debt based off of decisions, actions that you've made and have done over lifetimes. And because there's no time in the Akashic records, you are reliving or actually incurring those, that karmic debt in this lifetime. You're still doing those patterns over and over and over again in different formats and different ways. And sometimes you're doing the same things over and you don't know why you're doing them you're habitually lying or you're habitually doing things and you're like, why do I keep doing this, the same thing? And you're beating your head up against the wall. And it could be because you've, you know, you killed your brother-in-law 30 years ago, or, you know, 30 lifetimes ago, and you didn't know, you know, because he, whatever, who knows. And so basically what I do is I go into your records with your permission and I'm able to see who you are at soul level, which is so ah, cool. Yes. Very cool. And to see how God created your soul to manifest and to be and to create and, and all of that. And so most people resonate with it. Some people don't because you may or may not be living who you are at soul level, but for the most part, everybody pretty much resonates with it because at a soul level, you, 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 you know, who you are, you know, you know, what, what makes you tick. Sure. And, and, and you resonate with that and you, and, and the feel good stuff, you, you really do resonate with that when you're living that and you're being that everything just kind of comes to you. I mean, it just, that's just the way the universe is created to, to work. It's the law of attraction. And that's the way everything is. That's quote unquote, the secret. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, then how do you help the people who are not in the flow and things are not falling into place? What do you do there? We help clear those patterns. I ask for people to come with an intention. And based off of that intention, I am able to see specific patterns that are coming up. They're keeping you from stepping into that intention and we clear them. And then I help them come up with action items or actions or steps that they can do to help, help them move into that intention. And we make sure that it's in alignment with who they are at soul level. And then we check back in a couple of weeks after that, after the uh, clearing is done. So the clearing happens, I mean, literally right then and there. And sometimes people actually feel, feel the clearing before we even meet because I do the clearing beforehand. It's really, it's very interesting process, but I'm I'm starting to change up a little bit how I work and what I do. And I really want to start working with people more long-term Yeah. um, because a one-time reading, it's really difficult to see any lasting result. Sure. So I really want to start working with people more one-on-one for a longer period of time. So I'm beginning to offer packages where we work together. And then I work with your spirit guides and your 
loved ones who are, who are in spirit to help you manifest what it is you, you want to manifest. So I'm going to be offering, I believe three and six month packages, really working more one-on-one and maybe even in group sessions, I may start doing some group sessions as well Oh, fun! to help minimize the cost some. And I think people work for those who work well in group settings, it may be more beneficial as well. Well, I have found that sometimes you learn more in a group because there might be other people who are having similar challenges Mm -hmm. or experiences and you can learn how they handle them or different ways to handle them. And sometimes you can be inspired by what other people achieve as they decide to make these shifts and implement the changes that you've talked Mm -hmm. about or whatever. So I find that there's a lot of value. There can be a lot of value in a group depending on, you know, how it's run or whatever um, makes a difference. So I love that you're going to be doing the groups too, because it making it affordable does really help. You know, it's it's a good thing because it's hard when you're doing one-on-one work price is always more. And that's just, and that's how it should be because you're getting your, you know, undivided attention, of course. So Mm -hmm. can you share an example about any client that you saw some transformation in? Yes, actually one lady, I'm actually going to be meeting her tonight to uh, do a follow-up with her. And it's kind of, she was really funny. When we first started working together, she had a specific goal in mind. And then she kind of took a detour and took, she had retired, she'd retired. And then she took on a part-time job. It was just going to be a part-time thing. And it ended up becoming more than part-time and Mm -hmm. it became more of a full-time gig. And it was taking more of more time away from what she truly wanted to be doing. So the more, every time we met, she kept complaining and talking about how it was taking more time away from what she really wanted to do. And I kept telling her, I was like, okay, well, I'm, you know, your guides are saying, you know, this is what I'm hearing. And, you know, what, what, what is it that you want to do? And I kept trying to, you know, lead her and guide her. And then one day it was right before Christmas, we, we got together and met and she broke one of, she fell down and broke one of her wrists and sprang the other one. Wow. So she literally could not work. Right. She had to literally slow down. Yep. And so I looked at her and I said, okay, guess what? (laughs) Now you have to slow down because you can't do this. And she's, she's like, you're right. You're absolutely right. And I, so, and it all went back to her self-worth and what was she worth? What, what was it that she, she wanted to do? What was her goal? What was her, what was her desire? And so she had to, within herself, come to terms with that and, and understand what, what her self-worth was and understand for herself what it was she wanted and that what she wanted was okay. And that was enough, you know? Okay. So she ended up putting her notice in. She didn't, she ended up not working, working the entire time. And now she's doing what she loves and she's back to being retired. Her, her wrists are both healed 
And now she's, you know, doing what she, what she was intended to do. And she's back to being where, you know, she's on the path to where she wanted to go. But it was, it was very interesting how the universe literally stepped in (laughs) and did for her what she couldn't do for herself. Oh, yes. Well, many of us have been in that position. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I've certainly had a few of those opportunities. (laughs) <laughs> and and it, and it's true. It's true. And it's sometimes, you know, and that's the, that's the interesting part about the Akashic records that I absolutely love because it literally the Akashic records, they will take you up into the Goodyear blimp. I call it the Goodyear blimp and give you the, the 360 view of the forest. And they will tell you which path that you can, you know, if you go down path A, what does it look like? If you go down path B, what does it look like? If it goes, if you can go down path C, what does it look like? You know, yeah. and sometimes there's potholes on each path, oh, yeah. you know, but, <laughs> you know, path C may not have as deep a pothole as pot A and, you know, or pathway A and pathway B. Sure. So it may not be as deep or as detrimental as, yeah. as A and B. Very good um, point. So let's shift gears for a minute. Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's talk about. Um, I know that your husband has passed and Mm -hmm. yet you still have a very strong relationship. So I'd love to hear more about that. Yes, he is still here. Bless him. (laughs) I love him so much. He is still around. He, he, it's going to be a year, June 5th. And that was probably one of the hardest things I've ever gone through. It was very unexpected and very sudden and, he has opened my eyes to a whole new way of living by him passing and crossing over. He has opened my eyes to a whole new way of living. And I've gone through the whole grieving process and I'm still at times. I still, I still have grieving moments because I'm still human and I still miss his physical presence. However, he has told me that what I'm grieving is the relationship that we, that we had. And if I can let go of the relationship that we had, yeah. what we have now can be even better because he's still here. He still talks to me. He's still sends me flowers. It was really funny because my birthday was the other day and I told him I wanted a birthday present. Okay. Sent, I want, I want a birthday present. So I literally heard him say he was going to send me flowers. Now the entire time we were married, he never sent me flowers because he was allergic to flowers. Oh my gosh. And so he never sent me flowers. So him sending me flowers on this birthday was, was crazy. And I'm like, how in the world are you going to send me flowers? And he said, I'm going to send you flowers through Christine. Christine will send you flowers and they're going to be from me. And I don't know if you can see the flowers over there. Yes, I can. Yes. And I'm like, okay. And I heard that clear as day that morning of my birthday and all day long, I kept waiting for the flowers to get delivered. And at four o'clock that afternoon, the van pulled up and there comes the flowers and they were from Christine. And so I called Christine to thank her. And she says, you know, it was the funniest thing. She says, I've, I don't normally send flowers for anybody's birthday. She says, but I just knew I was supposed to send flowers. And she goes, 
And I knew exactly what flowers I was supposed to put in this arrangement. She's like, I just, it was just as clear as day. It was like, I knew. And she says, and I have a feeling they were from Chuck. Unbelievable. You know, <laughs> it's, it's so interesting because I, I have found, and maybe, I don't know why this is happening for me, but there seems to be a number of women who are channeling their husbands or deceased. I met a woman on Facebook who's in a group that I'm in and she does that. And then her dog passed. And now she's jealous because her husband has the dog. And then I met another woman who reached out to me. I'm one of the podcast directories who wants to be a guest. And she wrote a whole book about talking to her husband who had passed away in a horrendous car accident. And it's just really interesting because becoming more prevalent. So what do you think that's about? I believe that, I mean, we walk in both worlds. We are souls. We come from the soul world. Sure. And we're here for a short time in this, in this earth, earthbound world, but we're still souls. And so our souls go to heaven every night when we go to sleep, when our body rests, our souls go into the Akashic records every night. I go visit him every night. I'm with him every night. He's with me during the day. When I do podcasts, he's here. You know, and I talk with him all the time. I'm like, what are you doing today, honey? You know, what's, what's, what's going on? And we sit and chat every morning for tea. I have my tea and he sits and chats with me, you know, and I find out what he's doing and he plays golf a lot. He loves playing he plays golf. golf. He plays golf all the time. And from what I'm telling if you, if you, if, if you guys, if your listeners ever play golf, golf in heaven is really superb from what I'm hearing. Yeah. Do you have so, a good handicap? Is that what happens? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. But from what I'm told, golf in heaven is like the thing to do. So, it's heavenly. <laughs> it's heavenly. <laughs> exactly. He's <laughs> like, I get holes in one. I love it. And I can hear him laughing now. He's like, don't give away my secrets. <laughs> That's funny. I took a class that was about seeing what your life between life what they're, what those have been for you. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I see past lives. I'm totally into past lives. I do a lot of past life work and I could not see anything. I just never got there. I couldn't see a thing. I have a quick story that, that he showed me one time protons when protons and he, he explained it to me He's very wise when it comes to different things and protons have energy within them. And I'm not going to explain this absolutely correctly. So if if you're a scientist, don't quote me on this, but when you split a proton apart, it has the same energy in both of them. And you can take a proton on one side of the world and move it to the other side of the world. And when you change that energy in one, it changes in the other. And so Chuck and I are the same proton. And no matter where we're at in this world, whether he's in the afterlife or I'm in this life, we are still connected and you, we can still feel that energy. No so matter is that like twin flame kind of thing? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if it's twin flame or what, but we're very, very connected and no matter where we're at in this world or the next. And he's even told me that, I mean, he had to come back and apologize because I used to tell him all the time that there's more to heaven than what he thought, because he always thought that once you die, you're just gone. And I'm like, like, no, honey, there's just, there's more. You continue on this body dies, but our souls live on We are souls We're spirit. And when he crossed, 
he said it was like he left this room and went into the next and we can still communicate. We still talk. We still, we still have amazing connection and I can feel him. I can sense him. I can, it's, it's even better than it was before because now he's fully present. Oh yeah. I could, yeah, I can understand what you mean. That's interesting. That is very interesting. So let me just say, Amy, thank you so much. This has been really interesting. I love how we talked about a wide range of things. And I greatly appreciate you being here today to share who you are with the listeners. So thank you. Well, thank you. I really appreciate everything. And uh, thank you for having me on. All righty. This is Ronnie and Ryan Love and Cosmic Coach thanking you for listening today. If you'd like cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, a psychic, intuitive, or card reading, or to learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading, please visit nevertolate.biz. If you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe and share it with someone that you love. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Ronnie and Ryan hoping you make the most of the love and magic that always surrounds you.